Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Leadership Biz Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Tampa Nasir, CEO of Tampa Nasir Leadership. Looking for a keynote speaker or corporate trainer for your next event? Then visit our company's website at tamanasir.com to find out how we can help bring invaluable insights and practical tools to help your organization succeed in achieving its goals. And this episode is sponsored by GoCo. Growing your business is exciting, but hiring and onboarding new employees can be overwhelming, not to mention costly if things go wrong. Thankfully, GoCo can help you with this by automating and streamlining everything you have to do to support your growing team. You can customize the GoCo platform to support your existing processes, documents, and policies. And they provide you with a dedicated customer success manager to help you maximize the benefits you derive from their platform. And the best part is, you can try it for free with no credit card needed. So go to goco.io slash leadership, that's G-O-C-O dot I-O slash leadership to get started. And now, let's start up the espresso machine and brew up another Leadership Espresso Shot. As a speaker and a writer, I'm always on the lookout for stories that can help me illustrate some important insight or approach that can help my audience improve the way they lead. In some cases, the stories can be unexpected in the lessons they reveal. For others... They serve as powerful reminders of what we should be doing if we truly want to succeed in our efforts. And for this Leadership Espresso Shot, that's the kind of story I'd like to share, and I'm sure you've gathered from the episode's title that this story involves the renowned investor, Warren Buffett. However, what you might not expect is that this story is not about how Buffett succeeded in achieving his goals, but an important lesson he shared with one of his employees. For 10 years, Mike Flint had served as the personal airline pilot for Warren Buffett. One day, Buffett goes up to his pilot and tells him, The fact that you're still working for me tells me I'm not doing my job. You should be out there going after more of your goals and dreams. So Buffett asked Mike to write down a list of the 25 goals Mike wanted to accomplish over the course of his career, whether it be something Mike wanted to do in the next few years or sometime down the road. After Mike created his list, Buffett then asked Mike to review his list of 25 goals and to circle the top five most important goals. These are the things that more than anything Mike wanted to know he'd achieve in his lifetime. Not surprisingly, Mike admitted to Buffett that this was hard to do because he really wanted to achieve all of these 25 goals he'd written out on his list. But Buffett was adamant that Mike draw a circle around what he would consider to be his five most important goals from this list of 25 goals, and to write these down in a new list of his five most important goals. So after much time and effort, Mike was able to pick out five goals from his original list, and he found himself looking at two different lists. One that had what he chose as his five most important goals, and another one which had the other 20 goals that Mike wanted to achieve. At this point, Mike understood that he should start working on achieving those five goals in his important goal list, and he told Buffett that he would start working on those right away. Buffett then asked Mike about his second list with those 20 other goals and asked him what was he going to do about those goals. Mike told Buffett that while they are not on his most important list of goals, they were still things he wanted to achieve. And so, 
he planned on working on those other goals when he had the time to do so. Buffett then gave Mike a stern look and told him that he got it wrong. He went on to tell Mike how everything you didn't circle just became your avoid-at-all-cost list. No matter what, these things get no attention from you until you've succeeded with your top five. This last piece of advice that Buffett gave Mike reveals a critical truth to understanding how successful people achieve their goals. For most of us, when it comes to goal attainment, we tend to create lists that allow us to triage our workday in terms of the things we need to do, the things we want to do, and the things we can get done later. And yet what this story about Buffett and Mike reveals is that if we want to succeed, we need to focus on what really matters and nothing else. And this lesson is especially important for leaders to apply through their leadership if they are to succeed in bringing out the best from those under their care. As many of us know, the manner in which we now have to lead requires us to deal with not only increasing demands on our time and resources, but also a greater need to operate at a faster and faster pace. Faced with such circumstances, simply responding to what gets your attention has become in many ways the path of least resistance to feeling like we're getting something done. While this might create the impression that we're creating something and fostering some sort of forward momentum, as Buffett's example points out, what we're really doing is expending efforts on goals that we should be avoiding at all costs because it takes away from our working on tasks that will have the greatest impact on our vision and shared purpose. But perhaps more importantly, taking this route also allows us to renege on our biggest responsibility of helping our employees to understand how their efforts matter by connecting what they do with why we do what we do. Indeed, if we can't limit our focus and effort to what matters most, how can we expect our employees to? How can we expect them to know what they should be dedicating their talents, creativity, and insights to in order to help us achieve our shared purpose? This conversation Buffett had with Mike is a powerful reminder that our job as leaders is not simply to ensure that our employees get things done. Rather, it's that we support them to focus on what really matters, to know that their contributions are vital to our organization's shared purpose, and that in being a member of our organization's community, they are able to do their life's work. In a previous episode of Leadership Espresso Shot, I shared the story of a comedian's lesson on the importance of leaders focusing on giving over getting. More specifically, how if you want to attract the best, you have to show your commitment to helping them become their best. And Buffett's strategy here helps us bring that into sharper focus by making sure we're helping our employees achieve those goals that truly matter to them and to our shared purpose. That these goals we set out for them to accomplish connect both to why we do what we do and why our employees should care. Now, most of us are familiar with that saying about how our actions become our habits, which lead to the behaviors we exhibit on a regular basis. Well, it's the same truth that applies to what we decide as leaders is worth expending our time, energy, and the best part of ourselves on. What we choose to focus on tells our employees what we care about and what we think is important. 
Granted, there's no denying the ever-increasing number of demands leaders face for their time, for their resources, and even for what they focus on. But the lesson Buffett reveals to us is that this is a reality all of us face, and that the true difference between those who succeed and those who are just trying to keep their heads above water comes down to what we're willing to commit our time, focus, and efforts on. Of whether it's simply the tasks we need to get done through our day, or whether it's those tasks that will help us to ultimately succeed in doing work that matters, work that's fulfilling, and work that defines our life's purpose. And with that, we once again come to the end of another freshly brewed cup of Leadership Espresso Shot. And that brings us to a close on this episode of Leadership Biz Cafe, brought to you by Tampa Nasir Leadership. Looking for a keynote speaker or corporate trainer for your next event? Then visit our company's website at tampanasir.com to find out how we can bring these kinds of insights to your organization, either at an upcoming conference, leadership retreat, or for a corporate training event. And this episode has been sponsored by GoCo. Hiring and onboarding new employees can be time-consuming and tedious, but thanks to GoCo, you can streamline and automate this process to help your employees hit the ground running. And as it can be customized to your workflow, it will not only help you save time, but avoid any costly mistakes involved in onboarding and employee management. And remember, the best part is you can try GoCo for free with no expiration date and no credit card needed. So go to goco.io slash leadership, that's G-O-C-O dot I-O slash leadership, and discover how GoCo can help improve your onboarding and employee management processes. Now, if you have any questions or comments, drop me a note through the contact form on my website. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with a colleague, with your team, or with your boss to allow them to reap the benefits as well. And remember, you can find all episodes of this show as well as links to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio on our podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC. So if you want to share this podcast with others, that's a great way to do it. And with that, I'm Tavernasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe. Leadership Biz Cafe.